The following audio drama is rated PG-13 for parental guidance. Hi, my name is Alex Kingsley and I'm the writer and director of The Stench of Adventure. It's a sci-fi comedy about a woman who discovers that Earth wasn't real and she's the last human in the universe. In a spiral of existential dread, she joins the crew of an intergalactic trash collection ship. This is Season 3, Episode 1, Default Settings. When we last left Stella and the crew of the Raccoon, they just made a series of startling revelations. The crew had made a revelation about Scott's true nature. Stella had revived her friends, thus making a revelation about her own needs. Dan made a revelation about his sexuality. Baz made a revelation, but refused to admit it. And lastly, Job revealed a revelation to the crew about the true nature of the politicians. Um, excuse me, um, what the hell is this? Uh, I'm just telling a story. Naturally, I'm, I'm a narrator. It's my job. Yes, but did I just hear you telling the story about Stella and the Starship Raccoon? Yes. Oh, I, I see the confusion. You see, that's my story, so why don't you just run along and go oh, off Oh, no, no, it's not. Yes, it is. Uh, no, it's not. Yes, it is. I've been telling this story for two whole seasons now, and I've got a lot planned for the next two, so if you would kindly leave my narration chair... I, I don't think so. Um, your narration chair is very comfy. Get out! Could use a cup holder, though, and some more lumbar support. Uh, it doesn't need a cup holder. I have coasters. Mm, it's not the same. What are you doing in here? Who let you in? Here's the thing. Your story has been reassigned to me. No, it hasn't. Yes, it has. No one told me. You should have gotten an email. I didn't get an email. Did you check your spam folder? I did not get an email. I mean, you just can't be sure of that if you haven't checked the spam folder. I don't understand. Why would they take me off of this story? I, I mean, sure, the first two seasons were a little rough, but it's, it's a good story, right? Said you were going too slow. Said you could have wrapped things up in season one uh, if your heart was really in it. <laughs> Listen, you get out of here. You go tell whoever sent you that this is my story, and if they want it from me, they'll have to pry it out of my cold, dead hands. Okay. Okay. All you have to say to that is okay? Yeah. Okay. Enjoy your story, I guess. While you still have it. The nerve of some people. Anyway, where were we? Right. Stella had just revived Mel and Dan, and then Jorb returned to inform everyone that Stella was crucial to the Renegade's plan. Oh, and Stella pissed her pants. Strong Branch Productions presents... The Stench of Adventure, Season 3, Episode 1, Default Settings. Sorry, guys, I didn't mean to say that out loud. It's okay... No, it's not. It's gross. It's alright, Stella. I'm peeing all the time and no one notices because it just mixes in with the rest of my ooze. I hate that you made me know that. I don't pee because I'm a robot. Good for you. 
but it does make me feel left out sometimes. So on occasion, I'll go to the bathroom and pretend. Like, wow, it sure is great to pee. Let's stop talking about pee. I love evacuating liquids from my organic body. Stella is the only one with a key to defeat the politicians. That seems unlikely. Yeah, that does seem unlikely. It turns out that once the politicians realized they lost the slug hole... Not what it's called. A lot of them were fired, and the two of them who made the slug hole got promoted. Oh yeah, they told us that. Good for them. Aren't they the ones who made your world as a joke? Right. I mean, bad for them. And now every secret passcode, every code word that they make for the government is reference to your world. I guess that kind of makes sense. I always use the same password for everything since I have such a bad memory. It's horselover123, spelled with a U. Oh, shit, I just told you guys my password. Please don't, like, log into all my accounts. I have no interest in that. I do. I was born to be a hacker. It's not hacking if she told you the password. Technically, it is still hacking. But it is deemed amateur and might be frowned upon by the larger hacking community. Whoa, hold on. Back up. So basically, Stella told us her password, and now I can log into all of her. Wait, what accounts do you have? Um, I don't really remember. Neopets? No, like, the thing about the politicians. So Stella, alone, has the knowledge to unlock the, anything the politicians do? Um, why would they do that? I mean, if they knew that Stella was able to figure it out. Why would they risk having someone out there who has the key to all their secrets? Our best guess is that they forgot Stella existed. That's fair. I'm very easy to forget. Or maybe they thought Stella was too stupid to figure it out. Ouch. But also fair. I am pretty stupid. So am I. High five. So what do you say, Stella? Join our team? Fight the system? Well, I'd have to ask the crew if they're okay with coming along. They're not exactly invited. They're not? Well, they did kind of abandon us at night. Oh, yeah, we did do that, didn't we? Whoops. Gerald is obviously invited. I'm ride or die! I don't know if I could commit to leaving the crew like that, even if it is for a big journey to unravel the secrets of the government. I'll have to think about it. Okay, well, you think about it then. So... Hey guys, what's up? Woohoo! Another robot! Yeah! Another robot! Right, I haven't introduced you to the crew yet. I'm more of a human living inside of a robot, but I get the confusion. Oh, right, yes, this. Uh, sorry, my notes are a little out of order. He messed with my filing system. Well, it's no matter. A long story short, Stella retrieved the copy of her friend's brains from the politician's headquarters and used them to replicate her friend's personalities. Only problem was, their former flesh vessels were long since dead and decayed, so the crew sourced the second best thing. Android bodies. If anything, android bodies are far superior to their fleshy counterparts. Fewer fluids, a distinct lack of toenails. No back pain that just kind of appears out of nowhere when you weren't even using your back muscles, and it makes you wonder, am I really getting old so quickly? Now, an android body, on the whole, is superior to all forms of organic life. And after Stella made the necessary introductions, Mel proclaimed just how she felt about being given the gift of androidhood. 
this body fucking sucks. What do you mean? Being an android is great. And maybe just be grateful you have a corporeal form. Some of us don't even get to have a body. Do you want a body, Scott? Ew, no. Bodies are disgusting. I'm just saying. It's the toenails, isn't it? Oh, toenails. I miss toenails. You do? Well, not toenails specifically, but all the human things. I cannot think of a single human thing that is appealing. Like skin. I have skin too. You're not special. It was cool to like be able to touch other people. Well, the ship has a firm no touching rule, so. It does? It does now. Aw, oh, I love to touch things. What do you touch? Hearts. I touch hearts. Okay, no touching, got it. Anyway, anyone DTF? Yes! Also, what does that mean? Puppet, you need to stop just saying yes to things when you don't know what they entail. Yes, I will do that. I'm sorry that you're not... like you were. I know your body was important to you. Is your body not important to you? Um, it's just kind of there, to be honest. I could do without mine. I am encased in shell and slime. Oh, never mind then. Let's do something to cheer you up. I'll show you around the ship. I'll give you a full tour and tell you all the stories about my wild space adventures. Sounds good. Yeah, and, and I'll come too. Oh, uh, they left. But like, I'm usually the one who tells stories about wild space adventures. Are you okay, Baz? <sighs> yeah, it just feels a little weird when someone else is telling stories when, like, that's your thing. Oh, sister. I know. This is the kitchen. Oh, so you finally learned how to cook? No, I still don't cook. Feed is the chef. The giant snail? Yeah. But they don't have hands. Yeah, so they keep saying. How do they cook? I don't know. I've never asked. It felt rude. Rude? What if there are health code violations? Oh, there definitely are. This ship is really gross. And if there are any codes, which I don't think there are, the raccoon definitely breaks all of them. I mean, I don't even think most of this crew washes their hands. Then again, most of them don't have hands. Honey, what about all your dietary restrictions? Aw, you remember that? Of course I do. <laughs> remember that time you had an allergic reaction at that Thai restaurant because you're allergic to tree nuts? For what it's worth, they did not say on the menu that the cashew chicken had tree nuts. <laughs> it has cashew in the name, buddy! Well, I didn't know cashew was a tree nut. Where do cashews even come from? Trees, apparently. That doesn't feel right. Like, can you visualize a cashew tree? Something feels wrong about that. Hmm, yeah, you're right. Cashew vines, on the other hand, that I could get behind. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Whoa, hey guys, what a coincidence running into you two here. Well, 
We all work on the same shit, so I don't feel like it's a coincidence. Yep, that's pretty normal. It would be weird if we didn't run into each other, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did I hear the two of you, you know, reminiscing? Um, yeah, I guess you could say that. We were just kind of talking. Well, Melody, Stan I go way back. Not that far back, actually. And we've got some pretty good stories to share, too. <laughs> right, Stella? Um, not that I can remember. Huh? Like, remember the time I lied to you about being a space explorer so that you would get me back on this ship? Yeah, that was, like, really manipulative of you, Baz. Yeah, not cool. Uh, yeah. Right, I guess it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Anyway... Remember Mrs. Nielsen's English class? Um, yes. You left that orange on the bookshelf in the back to see if she would notice it rotting. <laughs> and she didn't notice all year. And <laughs> she could not figure out where that horrible smell was coming from. <laughs> yeah, that was super gross. And in retrospect, very unethical. Yeah, it was nasty. And also, I think it made Mrs. Nielsen question her sanity. Well, she was a bad teacher, so I think she deserved it. So, how did weaseling your way into Stella's friendship go? Uh, not good. Um, I think. I think maybe Stella doesn't like me. How could anyone ever dislike you? Is it maybe because you're a bad person? I think it might be. Yeah. I wonder if she was only friends with me because, I mean, like, compared to the rest of you guys, I was clearly the best option. Like, the default friend. But now, she's got someone else and she doesn't really need the default anymore. Oh my god. What? No, come on, come on. I need I need a snarky comment right now. Why aren't you mocking my misery? Baz, your position right now is pathetic. I feel bad for you. Like, I actually feel bad for you. Holy shit, I never thought that this could happen. Am I sick? Do I have some kind of parasite? I feel pity for you. Is this character growth? No, no, I thought it was immune. You're, wait, 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 stop. You, you're saying you actually feel bad for me? Yes. What's happening with you and Stella? It's, it's sad. Like, really genuinely sad. And I have an emotion for you that isn't disgust. Oh, no. This, this is bad. Yes, this is very bad. I think I may be terminally ill. No, not that! I mean, if I messed up so badly that even you, Buttercup, with your stupid cold feline heart and paws, feel bad for me, I must be in it really bad. Yeah, you are. While Baz grappled with her own personal failings and the trail of lies and deceit that she left in her wake, leaving her friendless and alone, Stella had someone else to leave friendless and alone. 
she had also revived her boyfriend, now ex-boyfriend, Dan. And he requested to be dropped off at the nearest planet because being trapped on a spaceship with your ex-girlfriend is, for lack of a better word, really awkward. So the crew of the raccoon took a brief stop on Spunglestrum to let Dan start his new life. So, this is it, huh? Yeah. This is it. I'm off to go find a, a, a big, beefy spaceman. Kiss. Real hard. You can drop the act now, Dan. I get that you want me to think you're gay. It's not an act, I am gay. Well, Dan... I am too. Wait, what? Space has taught me a lot of things. Like, don't get too close to a black hole, or don't insult a horse, or Club Penguin is actually a really bad slur here for a specific type of alien, and I really shouldn't have said it again there. Please really stop telling that. me space And also lessons. that pissing... But it's also taught me that all those stupid rules I had to follow on Earth were all totally made up. And for years, I thought I was straight because that was kind of the default. And the first person who showed any interest in me happened to be a man, so... Yeah. I just stayed on the default settings. And I never really questioned the fact that I wasn't attracted to you because... I just figured that's what being in a relationship was like. I'm confused. Stella, are you a lesbian? We dated for years. And you're just now telling me that you're a lesbian? I don't know what I am, Dan. And maybe I'll find out, or maybe I won't, because maybe whatever I am doesn't even have a name. I mean, I'm the only human left, so whatever I am, I am the new default setting. There's no one else to compare myself to. I mean, that's what labels are for, right? To compare yourself to other people or to find other people who are like you. But there is no one else. Just me. So, is that a yes or a no on the lesbian thing? Goodbye, Dan. I hope you find meaning in the universe. And also, a big, beefy spaceman, because you are really committing to the bit here. It's not a bit, I'm gay. Thanks for everything, Dan. Thanks, Stella for being my girlfriend, even when you clearly didn't want to be and neither of us knew it. And also for bringing me back to life after I died, that too. No problem. Actually, huge problem. There was a heist and everything. But it was worth it. See you around? Yeah. Maybe. Taxi. Space. Taxi. What currency do you take? Self-esteem. Great. I got plenty. Let's go. That was really beautiful. Fuck! You're still here? Yeah. Go! Get out of here! Okay, fine, whatever. 
The Stench of Adventure is a Strong Branch production. It is written, directed, and edited by Alex Kingsley and produced by Grace Griego and Elliot Yordi. The voice of Stella was Grace Griego. The voice of Baz was Josie Ross. The voice of Buttercup was Cameron Slosky. The voice of Puppet was Jake Channinson. The voice of Scottbot was Wesley Hahn. The voice of Theed was Bailey Montgomery. The voice of the Captain was Alex Kingsley. The voice of Mel was Sammy Birchall. The voice of Dan was Neil Steinglass. The voice of Jorb was Alexander Sheldon. The voice of the Usurper was Tim Meredith. The voice of the narrator was Alexander Sheldon. Original music by Alex Kingsley and Optima Narani Komtakar. For more information or just to say hi, visit our website at www.strongbranchproductions.com, join our Discord community, follow our Twitter at StrongBranchPro, or email us at contact at strongbranchproductions.com. If you want to support our show, make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. For bonus content, consider becoming a patron of Strong Branch Productions. Thank you for listening. Thank you.